0: Welcome to another episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Slim. Now this one, you know, look, we're putting out two podcasts in one week. That's pretty rare uh, just because, uh, you know, I do have a full-time job and all that jazz. And uh, But I really wanted to get this one up early because Harrison Smith is the guest today. Now Harrison uh, is trying to do some pull-ups for charity. He put up a fundraiser where he said, I'm going to be doing a thousand pull-ups for Big Brothers, Big Sisters Calgary, all the money goes towards uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And I thought that that was amazing because I don't know about you, but pull-ups I find quite challenging. Now, the thing is, is he put out a goal of trying to only get $3,000, but uh, he, he raised it up to 5000 because in just four days, I think it was four days, he already hit his goal of 3000 bucks so he's going to be doing it early February seeing how many pull-ups he can do in an hour and i think it was just really admirable to have it on have him on and talk about his story and why he's doing this you know he just he knows that 2020 was a dumpster fire and he had a really really tough year and decided to just flip that and flip it on its head and be like you know what i'm going to take this negativity and turn it in, into something positive so it's a pretty cool story check out harrison uh, Smith, uh, he mentions his social media handles as well. So if you do want to support the cause, you can definitely do that. His social media channel on Instagram, go to Harry Smith. So H-A-R-R-Y-S-M-I-F-F. That's F as in Frank. And then you can certainly check out what uh, what it's all about. So good luck. I hope you get it, Harry, because um, February 6th is the big day. So, anyways, without further ado, let's get to Harrison. Right now, supporting local is more important than ever, and so is eating high-end, local-to-your-province products. Once I discovered True Local, a local company that delivers high-quality meats from local farmers right to your door, I thought it was important to share the word. Use the code True Slim Fitness at checkout and get three pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef on the house if you purchase a regular box. Now, there's a link in the description of the podcast where you can discover more about the benefits of free-run or grass-fed products. Plus, we're supporting local farmers. Again, that code True Slim Fitness. Use that at checkout. T R U S L I M M F I T N E S S. Use it at checkout to get three pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef on the house if you purchase a regular box. Thanks so much. Here's the podcast. Harrison Smith with me right now on the Calgary Fitness Podcast. You know, this one is actually going to be a lot of fun, I think, because, I mean, 2020 was a dumpster fire. Let's be honest here right now, man. But you have set up a fundraiser, and get this, he's going to be doing... Pull-ups for charity. So let's start there, Harrison. I want to know what your mission is, what's going on, what is the whole GoFundMe about? Tell me about everything that's going on there.
1: Yeah, so I'm doing a uh, 1,000 pull-ups. Um, I guess I'm going to try and do it in like four to six hours. It's probably going to be more than a 1,000 because people are donating over the original goal. I had a 3,000. The plan was $3 for every pull-up. So it looks like I'm going to be doing more than a thousand. I'm just going to be me doing as many as I possibly can, I guess. Um, but the idea of it, I don't know. I was just in the gym one day and I was, I've been doing a lot of pull-ups lately. And I thought like, I'm kind of really good at these. Maybe I could do a lot. And I was like, uh, there's not a lot of good going on right now in the world. And I felt like I should try and focus my energy towards something that would benefit other people. Because the end of 2020 was a super rough year for me. Um, and I think trying to help myself, helping other people, that would really be useful going forward. So I thought I should, like, focus my energy and time to something else right now. Uh, and this is, like, I, I thought about it, and then I was like, okay, hey, maybe I'm just feeling, like, really good about myself right now. Like, I'll think about this, like, in a couple days. Because, like, doing a thousand, that's, like, that's a lot of shit to do. And I can't just, like, do it. I got to, like, prepare myself, train a little bit. Um, and just like the mechanics of it, like, okay, how much, like, what's my approach going to be like, you can't just like do a thousand as quick as you can. Like, there's just, that's just not going to happen. Um, so after a couple of days, I, I was still feeling really good. And then I talked to my trainer about it. I was like, Hey man, like, do you think I could do this? He's like, yeah, you can do it, but it's going to fucking hurt. I was like, you know, pain's only temporary. So whatever. Then I talked to a couple of my friends, they're like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then I just, as soon as I like set up the fundraiser, that made it like a lot more real. Cause like now I'm actually getting people's money. Um, so it's like, I got to do this now. Like I'm committed. Um, and when I did launch a fundraiser, I definitely got way more excited about it. Cause I was like, it's actually going to happen. and I'm going to do it. And I couldn't believe that I raised three grand in four days. Like I was, I thought I was going to crawl to 3000 in three weeks. Like I, I was shocked. And I was like, well, I should, I should raise it up to five. Cause um, like, why not? Right. It's going to a really good organization uh so yeah i'm
0: super pumped about it so let's talk about the organization itself you mentioned in the description of the gofundme you say that um you know big brothers big sisters is a big uh very close to your heart tell me why uh why why big brothers big sisters
1: yeah so i joined their mentorship program in i think it was like 2018 um why them one day i don't know one day i was at the gym i was talking to someone who was doing like volunteering with youth and i was like i'd be interested in doing that like i kind of have some time on my hands to give and i think that'd be cool like trying to connect with like younger people who are like looking to connect with older people to develop friendships and she's like big brothers big sisters like that's exactly what they do so i emailed them and they're like, yeah, you, like they screen you, obviously. And then I join their training program, which is like a weekend thing. It's like eight hours on Saturday and Sunday. And they just kind of like run through like what their vision is for you, like mentoring the kids. Like you're not there to like tell them what's right and wrong. You're not there to tell them how they should be acting or what their parents are like. You're kind of just there to like be a friend for them, be like a vice away from whatever is going on in their life. Um, So I got matched up with Lucas, who's like a pretty normal kid, uh, but his brother had autism and his brother was in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program, and he was kind of like looking for someone to hang out with just like his brother did, because his brother gets a lot of the attention because he needs it. Um, And to say like, um, I'll preface this, like the kids also want to be there too. Like it's not me going to the organization, then they pair me up with some kid who doesn't want to be there. Like those kids are signing up themselves as well. So both parties like want to engage with each other. Um, And then I did that. And so you sign up for a year. Like they don't want you doing it for two months and then leaving the kid because that's just, there's no like sustainable relationship there. Um, So yeah, they match you up. I We would hang out roughly like once a month for like three or four hours, just like do cool shit. Like go to the mall, go to the movie, go to the park. Basically I would just do whatever Lucas wanted to do. Like we go mini golfing, go karts. Uh, and we just, like, hang out, and we're still, like, buddies to this day. Like, you – after the contract ends, you don't have to keep seeing him. But I, I haven't seen him for a while because of the lockdowns. Like, our my contract ended, like, last February, so it's kind of weird timing. But I still talk with him. Um, like, I, I don't really want to leave his life. I might have left it in a smaller version of what it used to be, but I don't think it would be fair to him to just – kind of like build that relationship and then and then leave like what does he learn from that like we don't have to see each other all the time but as long as he knows i'm still there
0: for him i think that's helpful for him and have you spoken with the people at big brothers big sisters like how do they feel about this fundraiser I,
1: i sent them an email
0: um i didn't
1: get a reply and then i sent uh i sent the link to their instagram account and they said oh like yeah great thank you but that was it um so i haven't really talked
0: to anybody so you're going to walk into their offices with a big bag of cash one day and you're going to say, hey, check out these videos. Like I did a thousand pull ups.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah. Big bag of money.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, that's awesome. I was just doing the math there. So it looks like you've got uh, I mean, at the time of this recording here, you've got almost thirty five hundred bucks, fifty three 53 donors. And what that works out to like just over 50 bucks per person like talk about like who's donating how did this spread so much like let's get it i mean now you're doing an interview for a podcast i mean tell me about how the word is getting out there
1: um i did not think it would spread that fast uh i do have a like quite a large social group like i have a lot of friends a lot of family um but i think a lot of credit goes out to the people donating so much like if you see everyone's donating like 50 bucks you kind of feel obligated to do that and i had never set a number like a dollar two dollars whatever helps but i like there's like you said only 53 donors that's average like 50 60 bucks which is incredible so i really want to thank all those people who have donated so far because that's like it's a lot of money to give um and it's super super helpful and that pushed me like getting the three grand so quick is the reason why I'm upping it to five. Like if people had done like $5, $10, I'd probably still be going to three grand, which is totally fine. Um, But I think we got to credit everyone who has donated so much because there's like a couple big donations, like 250, 160, a lot of $100 donations. Um, But I guess the biggest, um, like how it got so big, I think Instagram. That's been, like, super helpful. I think everybody knows, like, how powerful that can be. Um, But, yeah, probably Instagram has been the biggest part. And just spread people, like, telling other people and everybody they know.
0: Love it. This is – it's so cool to see – like somebody actually taking fitness and associating it to a cause. I mean, let's go back a little bit. You mentioned off the top there that 2020 was a rough year for you specifically. Like talk about the challenges that it's been. I mean, we've been in lockdowns. Tell, talk about that side of things. Why was it so tough?
1: Um, yeah, I, initially like I was I was okay with the, Like I wasn't okay at the lockdown, but I, I dealt with it okay. Um, I still like worked out at home and stuff, but like, it's just not the same as like going to the gym and, like eating properly like i definitely fell off the wagon a bit there because it's just like i got to a point where i'm like what's the point like if i want a bag of chips i'm gonna eat a bag of chips like fuck it um but and then i started school schools online and i knew i was gonna uh, just i don't like how that's delivered i don't do well with having like all the time and my life to be focused on school when like I like I'm in control of how much school I do because I don't have to go to class and I don't do well with that. Like I need like more structure and routine and things like that. So that didn't help. And then my relationship kind of fell apart and that was like a whole shit show and it got really bad towards the end of Christmas. Um and I just got I hit like a super low point point I was like I need not that I thought of this to get me out, but I kind of started crawling out of it and I was like I need I need to like I'm not feeling good about myself and I need to direct this energy like somewhere else and I felt and the gym's always been a good advice for me because just like going to work out getting all that shitty energy out of you like it does help like it just it just does I don't care who you are um and I felt giving myself a challenge to like think about it constantly every single day and like keep my mind occupied on other things I thought that would help and you can't really go and help people directly right now. Like that's really difficult to do. Um, so I thought this would be a good way just to like raise some money and it's going to be a great cause. So yeah.
0: I mean, I, I gotta admire you for a second, give you some some credit, man. Like to take the pain that you dealt with and flip it around and just be like, maybe it wasn't the sole cause of why you decided to start this challenge. Maybe it was just kind of like a whim and you're like, I just maybe see how many pull-ups I can do. And then it kind of snowballed from there, but to take that pain and just kind of redirect it into helping other people, I think is really, really admirable, man. That's awesome.
1: Thanks. I I know. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. Like I said, like I, in order to help myself, I, I think I need to help other people because it just it just feels good putting your energy into something else rather than all the negative energy that you're dealing with. At least for me, that's it. Not saying everybody has to do it that way. People deal with it differently. But I've kind of just learned over my life, like in order to make myself feel better, I need to
0: do something for other people. How are you doing with school? Like, are you still in school right now? How are you yeah. dealing with that? Yeah, um, it's. I
1: dropped, I've taken a little less course load. I was in four classes now I'm just taking two because I, I knew just giving myself that much work, I wouldn't do well and my marks dropped a little bit. Um, and it gives me an opportunity to like work a bit more too. And just like, I just don't do well with online. So I didn't want to handicap myself again next semester knowing last semester didn't go well. And I don't have all this sh- like shit to deal with now, like m- m- all that personal stuff. But I still was like, if I know I'm not gonna probably do that good, I probably shouldn't give myself more than I can handle. Um, Cause I just don't like don't don't like I like what I'm taking, I like the content, but just the routine and the lack of structure is not good for me. What are you taking for school? I'm taking social work. Good for you,
0: my wife's a social worker. Oh, awesome are you at ufc doing right now What's that sorry is she quite busy right now you know what she's on mat leave we just had a baby Uh earlier this year Uh so um she's on mat leave but uh she got her master's in social work i don't know nine years ago i don't know the i I don't know the timeline man but uh, she was super busy before all of this hit i mean it's funny i've said this before on the podcast but we had our second child the day after the who declared this a worldwide pandemic so it's like trying to raise a kid during a pandemic it's it's a new whole experience man it's like it's got its own set of challenges but um, yeah yeah she's she's hoping to go back later this year but um uh yeah it's it's i mean you know neither here nor there but i think that this whole pandemic is changing the way that kids are dealing with it the way that everybody's kind of dealing with it so i think that you know, people getting into social work and really helping, like getting that helpful side of things, I think is really, really important right now. We're going to see a lot of a lot of things come out in the future. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about it. Okay, so let's talk about the training that you're going through. I mean, you mentioned before we even started recording, you used to play hockey, gym was kind of always something that you you like doing. Like, so talk about your I guess, how were you as a kid? You mentioned the hockey, and then how did you transition into, like, lifting and that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I was always super active. Like, I played, um, like, multiple sports when I was young, and then I kind of had an age where I had to decide it was, like, football or hockey, and I chose hockey. So, yeah, I played that till I was 21, and then after I was done, like, I had a because hockey is, like, five, six days a week. Yeah. Uh, Who did you play for? Uh, Oatok Bison's. Okay, junior. Is that junior B? Yeah, junior B. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So I had all the time on my hands, and I, like, it, this wasn't a right away thing. Like, I was your classic, like, drinking, partying, like, twenty-one year old kid. Like, just not being very, like, I wasn't even productive at all in any aspects of my life. Like, drinking a lot, and I kind of hit a point where I was like, I need to. Uh, I didn't like feeling and looking like shit all the time. Like, I wasn't like out of shape, but I was just like. need to i need to focus my time somewhere else so then yeah i started going to the gym and then i just started like going to good life and i didn't really like the environment or the atmosphere like i really i really like thrive off like community-based stuff like being around a team and then i started i joined crossfit um and i really enjoyed that it's like super challenging like i enjoyed the, the like the pain of it became like very addicting and i can see why people like love it so much. I don't do it as much anymore. I kind of burnt myself out. But I did that for about like three or four years. And then within the last year, I kind of just I kind of got over it. like I just I was doing it way too much. And it's a lot to do when you're doing like seven days a week. Uh, Just like mentally, physically, you're always like sore and shit like that. And I kind of wanted to just focus more on like specific parts. So I kind of just started doing like functional bodybuilding. I would do cross for like twice a week, just like for like cardio. Um, And then, yeah, I just kind of, I kind of, yeah, I really got into like the bodybuilding, not your traditional bodybuilding. Like I still like to be like, I do like a lot of gymnastics work. Um, it's not your classic like bench press max everything. Like, I I'm not really into that. Um yeah, I really, I do, I'd like to do a lot of body work, like a lot of handstand push-ups, a lot of pull-ups, a lot of bar work, um, lightweight, like high rep, stuff like that. My training for the pull-ups hasn't been that long because I only started this like a week ago. But basically the, the approach is I'm doing, I've started doing like one to 200, 250 a day, but I'm spreading it out throughout the day. So I'm doing like sets of like eight to 10, taking like a half an hour break. So I'm doing like the volume throughout the day. But I'm not straining myself trying to get my body used to doing that many reps in a day, but not feeling fatigued about it. Like if you space 100 pull ups out throughout the day, by the end of the day, it will not feel like you did a hundred pull ups like it just won't. Um, So that I'm trying to get my body accustomed to that. And then basically just a ton of shoulder work. um, Getting those primed up ready to go. But I don't like you can't really prepare for something like this. You just got to like, like I can't do five, 600 pull-ups to train and then to do the thousand. Like that would just wreck my body. Like it's just kind of like a one shot, like go
0: for it. It's a smart approach. I think that like, if you tried to do like a thousand every day or like you said, 500 every day, I think you would just fry yourself and you wouldn't be good. And perhaps you could even get even tighter or even more sore, or yeah. even injured. Right. It's just not yeah. worth it.
1: Yeah. Um, like the best approach is just set your body up to mm-hmm. give itself the best chance at completing that many pull-ups. So, like,
0: totally. yeah, you know, it's funny. I just want to go back to your hockey career for a sec. So, you're gonna hate me for this, but <laughs> I was a hockey referee for a long, long time of my life, 17 years. So, we probably cross paths, whether we like it or not. We probably, we probably didn't get it long. I I can guarantee it, right? Because um. Yeah. I mean, that's just the relationship between refs and players. But uh, yeah, I was in the uh, WHL. I did CIS, oh, really? ACAC, oh. did international tournaments and everything like that. So yeah, it was great, man. Like hockey certainly opens up so many doors, but I did this, I had the same experience you did going through like, college and university. You just end up partying and drinking and all that jazz. So completely understand.
1: How'd you get into refing? Like when did you start?
0: Doing yeah, that? that's, yeah, that's a funny story. So I didn't start playing hockey until I was 12 years old and you know, as a hockey player, like that is late. You've missed your prime. It's so, so late. Like, and I went from like zero, like I couldn't even skate and it's funny, Harrison, I'll tell you a funny story here real quick. So I'm right-handed And my mom was like, do you want to play hockey? I was like, okay, let's try it. And so for Christmas, she got me a right-handed hockey stick because you know, you think you're right-handed. I went out for my first tryout and like the coach is like, why are you holding your stick backwards? And I'm like, it feels so uncomfortable this way. He's like, your left-handed shot, like, come on. So I had to like borrow the coach's stick for the rest of the tryout just in order to get it done. So anyways, I only played for three years. I was going through all my growth spurts, like, 13, 14, 15, and I only played house league. And, yeah. like, I would just fall down like a tree, couldn't take a body check. But my buddy said, like, hey, why don't we get into refereeing? You make, like, 20 bucks a game. Like, why not? So, and then it got to the point where just the competitive side of it, you start to progress. You know, you're doing midget one, and you're like, holy shit, like, this is the big leagues, right? So. Yeah. And then you just like anything, like you just pr- progress and you experience and everything like that. So it was a great, great experience. But then I retired four or five years ago now um, just to have a family, start kids. You know, man, like when you're traveling that much and it's like, it's a lot. Know, yeah. oh, it's a lot travel, winter roads, all that jazz. So um, so I want to like what kind of are you doing any sort of recovery when it comes to the training for this? Or like what kind of what kind of things are you doing there, like massage, anything to that end?
1: Um, no, no, I could use a massage, but it's like three days on, like one day off, mm-hmm. but, or I kind of just go, I usually, I typically follow just how I feel like I don't, it's not really helpful to your body to work out when it's like really, really sore. Um, being sore is your body telling you that you need like to recover, you need rest. Um, but yeah, no, you usually just three days on, but like I can go four or five days in a row if I feel really, really good. I'll just kind of go until I think I need a break. Um, Then obviously like eating a lot, um, stuff like that, drinking a ton of water, hydration's huge.
0: Well, let's talk about your nutrition. Are you like, are you trying to lean down for it to make it easier or are you just kind of eating as best you can? Like talk about that side of things. Yeah, I I
1: usually stick to just like a meat and veggie diet, um, but I'm not like perfect. Like I had like a couple like cookies like the other day and like I have the days where I, eat like shit just like everybody else but I try and do like 80 20 like for the times I'm eating but it's yeah it's pretty much just like protein and fat like super low carb I don't do that because I think it's the best I do that because I just feel like I feel way better on a high protein high fat high fat diet like super low carb I just I don't feel as uh like fatigued and like kind of like bloated and I, I, just, I just feel like way better on it um, not to say it's the best way for everybody, but at least for me, it works. And I feel like I recover and way better. And the energy I have throughout the day is way more sustainable on a super high fat protein than carb because I've tried it all.
0: Um, that's, that's what works for me for sure sounds like you're pretty in tune to your body and you know what works for you i'm, I'm i just want to know like is there anything that you do on a daily basis like habits non-negotiables anything to that end that uh that you currently do
1: um i wish i would i wish i could say that i stretch every day but i don't uh but not not really as far as that goes um no uh i don't really have like something i try and like do some sort of physical activity every day. Like I take like my dog for a walk, but I I guess I could say, yeah, I try and do at least, even if it's like a walk or something, try and do something uh, where I'm not just sitting all day. Cause it's easy to sit at home all day right now. Um, but yeah, no, to answer your question, no, I'm not too strict on like doing the same thing every single day. It's I nice said, nice to change it up.
0: Yeah. You mentioned shoulders a little bit earlier and you say you're just kind of priming those up. Like, are you doing, I get like what kind of movements are you doing for your shoulders right now? Um,
1: a lot of like bent over rows and like rear delt flies and, and like not super heavy. <sighs> um, a lot of like scapula work um, and then the pull-ups basically, pr- keeping it like pretty simple. Um, I'm already, like I already have pretty good shoulders to begin with. I do have like this ball of fluid that's been bothering me. It's like kind of up here my, near, near my rotator cuff, but it doesn't affect me doing the pull-ups, which is good. I'm kind of worried it might, like, flare up at, like, seven, seven or 800, but that's, you know, I'm prepared to, like, get hurt. It's You know, it's not the end of the world if I hurt my shoulder.
0: I'll recover from it. And where are you doing this? Where are you doing the actual challenge? Um,
1: so Frontier Performance. So I've been there for four or five years. Uh, it's a CrossFit gym, like Olympic weightlifting gym, uh and it's like second home to me um Chris the owner super great guy he's like my trainer as well and I and I called him like to tell him I wanted to do this and he's like yeah like you're you're gonna do it and um like it's like home away from home for me I like all the people there are family like it's a super tight-knit community it's a great place to go if you're like looking to basically get out of the whole like that's what you're in your life and if you look if you're looking for a challenge it's definitely a place to go and it's a very welcoming community um you would you will be pushed it's very like people do want to see you become the best version of yourself and that's kind of chris's like motto like he's there to make you see the best version of yourself even if you might not like how you get there but i've seen it i saw it myself um it's worth the enduring the pain and all the shitty times going there to to come out the other side a, a lot better.
0: Frontier Performance is that what yeah. it's called? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, where is that? Is that like an industrial area?
1: That's yeah, near uh, Shaw GMC. Kind of. I free. I don't know the street name. I should. But yeah, mm. it's a little industrial area. Oh okay okay. Yeah. So cool. it's like, how, kind of those big bay gyms?
0: How did you discover? Um, how did you discover that as your training place?
1: So I originally started at Victoria Park CrossFit, which was uh, on 17th. They don't exist anymore. But I was training there for, I guess, like a year or two. And then I kind of just needed, like, I was I needed, like, more. Like, I kind of felt like I had hit my threshold in terms of, like, what I was capable of doing. And all everyone talked about was this gym, like, Frontier, how they just have, like, like just beasts over there. And, like, the training's not, like they just have these crazy workouts and at the time like i was like obsessed with crossfit so i was willing to do like the worst workouts in the world like all i wanted to do was CrossFit. like i was addicted to it um then someone told me about it so i went there on a on a friday for a workout and uh i did a workout and it fucking sucked it was like at that point i remember thinking like that was the worst work i've ever done in my life and i was like i should probably be here because there's so many other people there who were way better than me like big guys and I was just like I should probably be here, um,
0: and then I just I ended up staying because so I, I really like the vibe. How are you doing with like these lockdowns and like working out from home? Tell me how that's been going for you.
1: Uh, I guess
0: good.
1: Like I'm not a huge fan of it. It's definitely tough. Like yeah, like I have I've had the days where I don't like work out. So I'm just like fuck it. Um, but basically since I started. I came up with the idea of doing this. I, I'm like, I need to work out and like, I need to start working on this stuff, but not as like, not as good as I'd like to say. Um, I have definitely dialed it back. Like I've, I've leaned out and lost some like muscle mass for sure, which is like, okay, I'm not like too upset about that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, for the position I'm in, I like I'm saying I'm quite fortunate compared to like some other people. Like I'm in, I live in a great place. There's lots of room, you know. I'm not that stressed out as probably other some some other people are. So as much as I don't like it, I know that there are other people with a much worse situation than me. And it's the same for everybody. Like you know, I'm not the only one getting locked in my house. So it's just I'm just kind of accepting of it.
0: Like there's not much I can do that's the thing man it's like once you realize that this is out of your control things start to become a lot clearer right because it's like yeah you can't do anything about it what are you gonna do you're gonna break into a gym and try to get your workout in like it's just not happening yeah and like i have equipment from the gym which is nice to have um but yeah like there's not much i can do sounds like you've got some real self-discipline like how do you stay on track i mean i saw you drinking a little smoothie there too like how do you How do you take your motivation and just keep going and moving forward?
1: That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I I don't like feeling shitty. I don't like looking shitty. Um, Like, I just – I would prefer to give myself the best opportunity to be healthy rather than not – like not to say that everyone should work out all the time and like try and be in the best shape as possible. It's not for everybody, but just for me, it's like I couldn't imagine not being physically active. Like in my life, like I'm sure you know the feeling. Like it's just not an option not to do it, even if you don't want to do it. Um, I would much rather look and feel great than look like a bag of shit, and that's just me. But uh, totally. yeah, just like. I don't know. I just don't want to look like and feel like shit because I know what it feels like. And it's way worse than the shitty feeling of working out all the time and not wanting to be at the gym. Sometimes it's just therapy. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's super therapeutic. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like going and exerting energy, like you do, you feel good after as much as shitty as it was at the time. Like you can't tell me anyone who leaves the gym doesn't feel good. Like just mentally, like it really gives you a lot of
0: clarity. Um, And that's also like a huge reason as to why I do it all the time. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, this has been great so far. I do want to be respectful of your time. Uh, Just a couple questions here before we leave it though. Um, What are you going to do once you're done? Like let's say you get all a thousand done in the four to six hours or whatever time you've set out, like how much recovery are you going to take after? Are you going to roll out your lats? Like (laughs) what is the first thing you're going to do?
1: uh well i told the guy at the gym he has to have a beer ready for me um so i'll probably do that i honestly i haven't thought about that i'm gonna eat whatever i want because uh you know i can um but honestly yeah i haven't really thought about it. it's gonna be on a saturday like i'm not gonna be doing anything that sunday i think the super bowl is that sunday so i'll be watching that but yeah man i uh i don't really know um hopefully i do the thousand i'm i'm I don't have an option to not do it. Like I'm, I'll be there. I'm prepared to be there all night. Like if it takes me eight or 10 hours, like, fuck it. I got to do it.
0: Um, Do you have any strict rules around it? Like are, are there kipping pull-ups? Are you doing strict strict, pull-ups?
1: Strict. Yeah. And then like probably like reverse grip, like chit up at some point too. Like I'll, I'll be doing, I'll switch be switching my hands a lot, but yeah, they will be strict.
0: How do you feel about like strict pull-ups? Like, you said uh, you're good at them. Like, that's the thing, man. Like, I find with pull-ups, like, I uh, I struggle with them. Like, I can do three sets of 10, whatever, no problem. But by the end, I'm gassed. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine doing a 1,000.
1: Uh, well, I do, like, I usually, when I'm at the gym, it's at least 60 to 80 a day. Um, I, I do them, like, quite a lot. I make sure to, like, do, and that, like, they're usually spaced out, so I don't feel, like, super taxed but um i don't know I, I, it just feels good like doing them i, I just kind of have like I, I like need to do them i don't know mm-hmm. it gives you like it just feels good for me personally but i don't know um and i, I am a bigger guy and i do like i want to be stronger like in terms of like body weight stuff and pull up like that's a super good movement to do
0: mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i i do them like, quite a lot yeah wicked man well this has been great um you know you're doing it for a good cause for big brothers big sisters calgary um i mean i hope this thing goes above five thousand bucks to be honest with you like let's be honest build this thing up let's make sure that it gets up i don't know 10 grand let's just throw it. i mean okay if if the world juniors could get what 10 million bucks for like a 50 <laughs> 50 like why not raise something I, know. I would love to get it to 10 like that'd be amazing um I don't
1: know. I'll, I'll let's if like if if I'm a like a week out or like ten days out, and I've hit five, like I I don't see why I shouldn't try and go for ten.
0: Do you have any other challenges on the horizon, or is it just this is the one right now, and then we'll see how it goes after that?
1: No, um, I've I I I'm definitely gonna do something else. Like I after I did this, I was like I I want to do this again, and I'm I've thought about like doing a challenge that's um, not. Like to my advantage, like pull pull ups for guys 220, like that's not easy. I'm not a runner. Um, I'm not a swimmer. I'm not a rower. So I thought about doing, um, thought about doing like something like that, like something where it's not easy for me to do. Like I thought about maybe doing like a long run to Banff, I don't know, in, like one day. Um, something like stupid, just like, like doing a thousand pull ups. I don't know. But yeah, this will not be the first and last one. That's for sure.
0: Wicked. Well, it sounds like you're really motivated. It sounds like you've got some really good traction. Is there anything else that you want to add before we uh, before we end this?
1: Um, no. Just go out and donate. If uh, if you I, are you cool with like plugging it in on on your Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah, man. Like let's. I'll put it on my stories. Let's just yeah. say that. Then I'll, yeah. I'll just repost it. Yeah. Just like Instagram. That's probably like the biggest way to look at it. I don't really use Facebook that much I posted on there, but, um, but Instagram is probably like the biggest one. And just like the smallest donation helps. Like it doesn't have to be 50 bucks. It doesn't have to be 20 bucks, $1, $2, $5, like any, any amount is super helpful. Um, and it's going to a super great cause. None of this is going to me. This is all going to Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and they help so many other people, like families, young children, especially right now. Um, so it's all going towards a really, really
0: great cause. Wicked. So uh, let's talk about where people can find the fundraiser. You mentioned Instagram. Talk about your handle. Anything else that you want to throw out there?
1: Um, yeah, my handle is Harry Smith. So H-A-R-R-Y-S-M-I-F-F. And then the link is just in the bio. Click the link. Takes you right to the GoFundMe page. Super quick to donate. Um, and yeah, just uh, don't be shy. And there will be videos. So don't think that...
0: I'm not going to be doing this and you won't be able to see it. There will be videos of it. Buddy, this has been great. Best of luck. Um, And hopefully this gets some traction for you, but best of luck on the challenge. Maybe we'll have to do a part two after February 6th to see how it went. For sure. Uh, But uh, best of luck to you, man. Just hang on. I'm going to stop the recording, but I'll keep you on the line, okay?
1: Cool. Thanks, dude.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. If it's one that you enjoyed, make sure you pause, leave a five-star rating and a written review. Let's grow this podcast. Let's get some great stories on this show. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.